What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bantam Golf Podcast. Thanks for joining me tonight. Sorry this podcast is late. Should have gotten it out this morning, probably at the latest, but more so I should have gotten it out yesterday afternoon. I tried. Had to take my kid to swim lessons. You know, it happens. What are you going to do? Oh, and I had to be up at 2.30 this morning to travel 13 hours to Belize to stay in what looks like a... I don't even know where I'm staying, but I'm in the middle of the jungle. It's kind of awesome right now because my son's falling asleep. My wife's in bed. I'm drinking a Belican, which is the official beer. Let me see what this says. Traditional recipe beer. Okay. It says the beer of Belize. Okay, good. I'm in good company here out here on this porch drinking a Belican with my microphone, my travel mic. We're going to call it my travel mic. That way I can get mobile and come uh, do a podcast with you, whoever you are. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Anyway, let's get down to business. I said these would be 7 to 10 minutes-ish, maybe a little bit less, but we're going to try to push them out so that uh, you can hear my picks, my thoughts on these tournaments that happen every week. And I let you down last week. I really did, and I still feel bad about that. So... Let's jump right into, actually, hold up. We need to pause for a minute and just <sighs> say a dear prayer for Jay Moynihan and my friends at the uh, PGA Tour for announcing that these elevated events next year in 2024 will be no cut, half, I think maybe half the field, maybe 50 players less. I don't know what it is, but they are no cut. I guess maybe like only the stars of the PGA Tour. That sounds kind of cheesy. We'll play in these events, but in my opinion, that's absolute horseshit, man. These elevated events this year have been absolutely amazing. I'm not sure if you heard that bird. That's a local Belizean bird. I don't know. Maybe he's a Jay Mohina hand fan. Maybe he loves the PGA Tour. Maybe he's upset with me. I don't know. Anyway, but these elevated events in 2024 will now be no cut fewer player events which hmm where have i heard this before i think it's safe to say sounds a lot like a live event to me and don't you worry about a thing because lives pr marketing folks were all over it the official live twitter account today uh tweeted out what did they tweet and i'm not gonna pull it up imitation is the greatest form of flattery or something along those lines so Big props to them because that's absolutely hilarious. Norman retweeted it. You know that dude was just smiling from ear to ear after that announcement was made. A couple other players made comments too, but pretty friggin' funny. And what timing, by the way, too. It's Wednesday before the API and the players is next week. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Had to clear my throat. I'm out here in the jungle. It's getting wild. Um, but... Anyway, just thought I would mention that. I think it's bullshit. Hopefully they go back and rethink it because I do think having more players qualify for an event like that as well as having a cut. I mean, you get guys in the mix that you know are really trying hard to get in those events and make a bunch of money, and now you're just like sort of cutting them out. I mean, that could make or break somebody's career right there. So I hate it, but... And I don't think I'm in the minority here. Based on what I read on Twitter and Instagram, everybody seemed to think it was bullshit. So 
more on that later, but let's dive right into the API, which starts tomorrow. I'm just going to tell you a few players that I think, or actually that I've already bet on, can't bet in Belize, but I bet when the flight was leaving this morning, I almost forgot to get those picks into. Man, I sound like an absolute train wreck. Anyway, do do I need to do like a rundown of the course? I mean, we all know Bay Hill, right? We knew we know it was Arnie's course. We know something literally just fell. Oh, it's a lizard. There's a lizard that just landed right in front of me on the table. This is oh, he's gone now. I don't know if you heard that thud, but that was absolutely amazing. This is a great podcast. <laughs> Sorry, back to Bay Hill. Arnie's course. He's running off right now by the way. He was pretty pretty tiny i also didn't jump so i might be a badass but it's arnie's course uh four par fives par 72 7400 yards Uh, i think the long hitters here are the ones to target with your bets and they they are like let's just be honest i mean remember when bryson did that thing on that one hole and that's all anybody talked about for like four days and rory's won it has he won it twice once i i have notes but it's super dark i'm sitting out on this porch um it was invented by i'm kidding i didn't mean to say that it was dick wilson's the designer i grew up playing a dick wilson course shout out hillwood country club in nashville tennessee used to play there before i went to college and then i couldn't play um under my dad's membership anymore so i had to get lost and go find something else to do with my life which is why it took me 20 years to start a podcast i've got jokes tonight anyway let's let's get to the picks my pick for the api this week is rory mcelroy it's his week man it just it feels you know how sometimes it just feels like a golfer's week well to me it feels like rory week I think he wins it. I think he wins by like three or four strokes. I think he'll get into really good form this week, next week, leading up to the Masters. Six months ago, I would have put all my money on Rory to win the Masters, but I'm having, I think he'll win this week or next week and then not win the Masters because it's Rory, let's be honest. But he will post an amazing round four at the Masters like he does every single year it's so frustrating and if you follow me on instagram at bantam golf you know i'm a big rory guy so i just he's dude's just a beast man i love watching him swing swing but i do think he would be if i had a gun to my head that would be my pick this week rory i believe he's plus i think i looked it up plus 900 so i'm gonna have a little action on him some other golfers i really like one i really like is keith mitchell I think dude is coming into form. He's been playing really well. He's so close to breaking through. I feel like more and more people are talking about him. Uh, Not that he's like overly hyped, but he is a Georgia Bulldog. Dude's been driving the ball. He may be like the number one. I'm sure there's some sort of strokes gained or some metric that I'm really fucking up right now. I, I honestly, I have notes, but it's too dark on this porch to look at him because I wanted to sound very professional tonight. But let's get back to it. I think he's driving the ball really well. Dude's iron game's good. Um, I believe he may have grown up putting on Bermuda. Could be wrong, but we've got some Bermuda greens this weekend, and they give a lot of people that aren't used to him a lot of trouble. So like guys like Cantlay, for example, are not big Bermuda greens guys, but dudes like Keith Mitchell are. 
where is he? Is he, does he live in Sea Island? I think Sea Island's Bermuda too. Could be wrong, but, um, wow, this sounds very professional, but I do, I, pr- I promise you, I need to start videotaping this shit because I do, I have notes, man. And I, w- I would love to share them with you, but right now I'm just kind of going from what I wrote down earlier. Other golfers I like love Willie Z this week, but it seems like everybody else loves Willie Z too. Um, a couple other names I want to mention are Tyrell Hatton. He's won it there. Always plays great there. The course seems to fit him. Let's see what else. One bet I made that you probably shouldn't make was Hayden Buckley to lead after the first round. It was like plus 15,000 or something insane. I think I put 10 bucks on it. So beer's on me if he's leading tomorrow. Quote me on that. Come to Nashville. I'll buy you a beer. But let's be honest. There's probably no chance he's going to be leading. But dude is playing out of his mind on the first round of every tournament he plays in for the most part and then kind of bailing out on the second squeaking out the cut and then playing through the weekend so whatever we'll see if that works out for me other guys i like that i think you should note are no one is talking about ricky fowler he's back man i'm sorry i don't care what anybody tells me mike if you're listening i know that's your boy so i know you'll be excited about that but man he's back dude he's plus 5500 to win got a little bit of action on that also got a little bit of action on sam burns i think this is a good opportunity for him to um really put four decent rounds together potentially win and uh start off or not start off i guess the season started so but just start putting something together before uh the masters next month i mean it's march 1st we're like we're like a month out from the masters i just got chills i love that tournament so much i love that week it's just, it's a special week, and I can't wait to get on here in a couple weeks. Let me see if I can say weeks one more time and discuss that tournament, what it means to me, tell you tell you guys a couple stories. Someone I know very well is actually headed to Augusta National next week to play, and that'll be fun too. I'm, he's actually going to be my first guest. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's going to be exciting. But all that to say... Who who is it? Who were we just talking about, by the way? Oh, we were talking about Ricky Fowler, Sam Burns, who else? Uh, the other hot name is Jason Day. I think Day can win it, but I don't have any money on him, so maybe maybe you should put some money on him. Um, who else did I have on my list? I think that's honestly it. Oh, my boy Fairway Jesus, my doppelganger, Tommy Fleetwood. I've got a little action on him to top 10 this week. So I think there could be something there. He seems to, uh, he seems to play well there. Not, I don't think he hits it tremendously far. Is that, does that even make sense? Tremendously far? Maybe not, but, but he's pretty solid. Good history at the course. Um, I think he could make some, uh, some waves this weekend as well. So I've got a little bit of action on him to top 10. And again, um, Keith Mitchell's my guy, man. I'm riding him. I've got a top 10, top five on him this week. And I've got some out there for him to win, a little action on him to win. But I do, I think this is a Rory week, man. It feels like it. The other thing I want to mention is the last time that Greg Norman talked shit about Rory, he won. And I believe that was the, uh, the end of year tournament. I just blanked out on that. The tournament championship. I told you I've been up since 2.15 and I've had a couple Belicans, so I'm feeling myself right now. 
no apologies. But anyway, I think Rory honestly takes this home. But those other guys I mentioned, um, I think they got to have a good shot too. So I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to shut it down right now, get this thing posted, and hope that anybody listening on the West Coast or maybe overseas wakes up and you hear this and you take some of this action and you make a bunch of money or... Hayden Buckley leads after the first round tomorrow and I'm buying everybody beer anyway. Thanks so much for listening. And, um, I try to get one more podcast up while I'm in Belize. Um, just finished my rewatch of full swing. So excited to talk about that as well. Thanks again. Good night. Talk to you soon.